Welcome to A Year in the Bible with Pastor Doyle Jackson. Day 359, 2 John, 3 John, and Jude. Walk in love and avoid deception. Day 359. As we get older, we change. One realizes that time is a limited commodity, becomes more and more clear. As we sort through what we do and don't do, we determine what is best for, you know, the best use of our time. When John is writing these two letters, he is the senior apostle that is still alive, that assisted Jesus. Jude is Jesus' brother, and he's beginning to age too. Listen to their instructions as messages from a father in the faith, someone with experience, not nostalgia. The ancient record of John that's been passed down to us, it tells us that he lived his final years and days in Ephesus. It's what you and I would call Turkey today on the maps, and it would be on the western coast of the country near the sea, right near all the trade routes to get to to Greece and around the Mediterranean Sea. In his final days, he had to be carried into the church. He was uh, the presiding overseer of the church at Ephesus at the time. He's probably around 90 years old. I mean, think about that. I mean, he didn't have modern medicine, nothing to help him keep going. It was just the grace of God. The historians tell us that they had created this special chair that uh, they could put two poles through, and they could pick him up, and they could carry him someplace. And that's how they got him to church, and that's how he participated, all right? They would ask him if he wanted to share something when they were together for a worship service or when they gathered to pray. Now, there were other teachers and pastors at this point, but yes, from time to time, he would say, yes, I have a word for you today. They would carry his chair to the front, and he said this, little children, love one another. Hmm. They carried his chair to the front another day. They asked him, they said, do you have a word? He said, yes, I have a word for you. He said, little children, love one another. This went on several more times. They began to worry that old age was beginning to take its toll on the aging apostle. So one of the leaders asked him one day, Master, why do you keep saying little children love one another? He replied, because it is the Lord's command. And if this only is done, it's enough. Second John is filled with this love and a warning to not deny that Jesus came in the flesh. Love is the antidote, John implies, for this deception. Listen to verse 7. I say this because many deceivers who do not acknowledge Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh have gone out into the world. Any such person is the deceiver and the antichrist. Huh. So John says that love is the cure for that denial of Jesus. In 3 John, he speaks of sending guests away in love, but he warns them of false teachers that come and they just want to experience their hospitality, well, because they're really hospitable. He says, I'm coming and I will personally call attention to the false teachers and their false teaching. Love protects from lies and evil is what John is teaching us. 
Then in Jude, Jesus' brother writes because he loves the church and he wants to protect her from, quote, ungodly people who want to pervert the grace of God. In verse 4, he says that. He closes with instructions to pray in the Spirit to build them up so they can persevere. I mean, it's just another love letter. Let's pray. Father, I know you love me. Thank you for sending your son Jesus to save me. Teach me to love in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, keep reading with me. We're really close to the end. And if you want to know about next year's reading plan and get a copy of the reading plan of the New Testament, email me at pastor at tcnd.org. That's pastor at tcnd.org. Yes, we're going on. In 2024, we're going to do the New Testament only together.